0: okay you're up no i can't do it anymore yes you can okay um hello hello
1: would you please as long as you're listening or watching us or listening and watching us or just listening to us have i got them all covered now listening no that'd be my watching? pastor
0: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's listening again <laughs>
1: Well, he is a Lawson, so what is he going to do? Look,
0: um, David killed Goliath with a sling and a stone. He didn't kick the crap out of him. Well,
1: I could go either way on that one. Anyway, like, subscribe, and follow. This is truly news, please. And then we'll quit begging, and you won't hear all this weird stuff at the, before the show. Like, subscribe, follow. I'll oh, thank you all.
0: This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. So you remember Y2K? Of course you do. Wow. Right? That's like... I can't always than... remember my kids' names, but yeah. that I remember. That's when the whole world was going to be plunged into chaos due to malfunctioning computers because yep. the programmers had, had not programmed the years to go past 1999. the year 2000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1999. That's right. Um, 2000 is also the year. Organizers in Surrey, UK, assembled an especially nostalgic collection of objects for Europe's and the world's largest time capsule vault on the grounds of Guildford Castle. By the That's way, it's in Gil- England, right? Yeah. Uh, That's Guild- where ghosts take place. Guildford is, is the location of one of my very favorite uh, podcasts for a guitar store or a music store. So cool. hi, everybody. In any case, behind the brick facade... You think uh, they would listen to this, really? Anderson's music? Yeah. If you watch it, yeah. (laughs) They would get this, especially uh, Pete Honore. Um, In any case, behind the brick facade, scheduled to be open in the year 3000, so we've got a reason to live, are a rust-proof Cooper Mini, a Rolls-Royce hood ornament, a Sony Walkman, Which, by the way, is the same size as the Cooper Mini. Right. A (laughs) life-size photograph of World War II-era singer Vera Lynn. Really? And other artifacts. I like that picture, but okay. So as not to be outclassed, the U.S. had its own and much smaller millennium time capsule containing a chunk of the Berlin Wall, Ray Charles sunglasses, a Twinkie... Which, by the way, you could still eat. Uh, by the way, well, and by the way, we've already been outdone at that point. The minute you put a Twinkie in there, the Brits yeah. have it. And the ever popular more, due for unearthing in 2100. So I don't know. I think the Twinkies leans it our way, man. <laughs> we've got two dates to hit, 2100 and 3000. I plan not on hitting either of those, but thank you. Fine. Animal stories, I have two. Would you like the hippo
1: story first? Yeah. Or the chickens? Okay. On December 11th in Katwe Kapatoro, Uganda, a 2-year-old boy was playing near a lake when a hungry hungry hippo quote grabbed the boy from his head and swallowed half his body. A bystander witnessed the event and started chucking rocks at the hungry hungry hippo, which caused it to spit the toddler out. Oh god why isn't there video? As the beast lumbered away, onlookers rushed to the child to the hospital where he was treated for his injury sustained in the attack. He turned out to be okay later. Police did warn residents in the area to be on the lookout for the hippo, as hippos can become aggressive when they feel threatened, and they're big and they're fast. They run faster than you, they swim faster than you. So, bicycling is your only chance to beat them in a triathlon. And,
0: and they're, they, they. I are, had to find this story to be able to use that line. They're grumpy.
1: They are crabby. Yes. Which is why um, our guest hosts are generally hippos. Right. Because they have the same sort of temperament.
0: At the Christmas party. Oh, boy. It was 1995. How the hell? How many Christmas parties are there, for heaven's sakes? Apparently one for everybody. There's an open bar at my company party. I'm on the dance floor doing the moves to Madonna's Vogue. I slipped and fell into hey, the you table keep working on that dude where the CEO was sitting, completely upending the table, food and drinks flying everywhere and ended up with my butt in the air, my dress dress up and my undies showing. Yeah, that sounds pretty much like a Christmas party. Needless to say, there were no more open bars at the parties after that. That's a shame. <laughs> it
1: was just getting interesting.
0: I was in my early 20s, grinding up on an older lady on the dance floor. The next day, I learned that she was the wife of one of the chairmen of the board. I immediately prepared my resignation. Thankfully, he took it in stride and was like, she really appreciated you giving her the time of day. You shouldn't have taken her upstairs afterwards. That conversation was awkward to me, but I later learned they were swingers. Like Tarzan and Jane?
1: No. Yes. No, not like that at all.
0: <laughs> and finally. Thank you. My boss made out with a mop. It's always the quiet, serious ones. See, you can never tell a mop until... Oh, you mean the guy. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> the mops are perennially quiet and serious. Unless you're wearing them as a hat.
1: From my sister-in-law Michelle, who is related to my wife. There's a city in in Colorado called Fruta. It's part of the Grand Junction Metroplex, whatever you call it. Grand Junction Metroplex. Is there such a thing?
0: No. It's in Mesa County. It's in Mesa County, Colorado. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Hang on. It's a city.
1: It's a the wannabe metro. The well, I don't you know. know what you call it when it's not a metro.
0: Grand Anyways, nice. It's a rural area, uh, duh.
1: And the town of of Fruta has about thirteen thousand three hundred and ninety five people in it. So it's growing up. It has, and proof that Colorado has been weird for a long time. Okay, because every year, you know, the festivals t- small towns have.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They always have some yeah. sort of festival going on.
1: Oh, they have lots of them, right? Yep. They ha- And these have, there's athletic events, hiking, there's a motorcycle th- It's all over. And of course, in June every year, they have the
0: the Mike the Headless Chicken Festival. This is almost as good as the Frozen Dead Guy Festival in Colorado. Yeah, pretty close. Maybe they should get those two festivals together. See if you- Ready now? Get your pen out. It was September
1: 10th, 1945. A strapping okay. but tender young rooster was pecking in the dust of Fruta, Colorado. Clara Olson was planning on featuring that plump chicken in the evening meal. Lloyd was sent out on the very routine mission to prepare the designated fryer to be fried. After that nothing was normal.
0: <laughs> Lloyd's
1: mother-in-law was going to be joining them. He knew she liked to have the neck. My mom oh sure. That too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had Here, I want it the is. part of the body that has no meat on it whatsoever. Yep. He anyway, so he positioned the axe precisely so that he would leave the most neck. Okay. Yes, he said it was important to suck up to your mother-in-law in the 40s, too. He's not stupid. A skillful blow was executed, and a chicken staggered around like most freshly terminated poultry do. And then the determined bird shook off the traumatic event and never looked back. Well, he actually, he couldn't look back. He <laughs> didn't have eyes. No. Well, he did, but they were in another part of him that was no longer attached. Mike, it's unknown whether he actually like that name or not, because, well, he had no head. Um, Mike returned to his job of being a chicken. He got back to pecking for food and preening his feathers, just like the rest of his barnyard buddies. I wonder what a headless chicken thinks when he can't actually eat, because there's nothing to... Anyway, the next morning, Olsen found Mike asleep with his head under his wing.
0: With his head head under his wing, or his His head, stump head, head. under his wing. He grabbed... It- he got his head stuck apparently, in a his- apparently he should teach that to the guy on Ghost.
1: <laughs> he decided that if Mike had that much will to live, he'd figure out a way to feed him. They did with an eyedropper. Oh my it's becoming quite obvious Mike was special. So a week into Mike's new life as headless Mike, they packed him up and took him 250 miles to the University of Utah. Said <laughs> "Would you look at that. Believe it or not, the rather skeptical scientists were really <laughs> eager to answer all the questions regarding Mike's amazing ability.
0: Absolutely.
1: So all they could come up with was the axe blade had missed the jugular vein and a clot had prevented Mike from bleeding to death. And although most of his head was now in a char, most of his brainstem and one ear was left on the body.
0: Ah, that's how it worked. That's what I was wondering. Sure. Brainstem does a lot. Since
1: most of the chicken's reflex actions are controlled by the brainstem, Mike was able to remain quite healthy. He lived for another 18 months. He went on tour. No kidding, he did. It cost you a quarter to see, Mike, if you were in, you know, Los Angeles, Atlantic City, New York, that kind of... He also went from two and a half pounds to nearly eight pounds. Ooh, they kept Olsen said Mike was a fine, oh. robust chicken, a fine specimen of a chicken, except for... The
0: whole not having a head.
1: Not having a head. It goes without saying, there was a Guinness World Record in all this, of course.
0: There is an actual record for headless chickens. Now there is. Oh, boy.
1: While returning from one of these road trips, the Olsen stopped at a motel in the Arizona desert. In the middle of the night, Mike began to choke. Unable to find the eyedropper used to clear Mike's open esophagus, Miracle Mike passed away. And now Mike's spirit is celebrated every year at the Mike the Headless Chicken Festival, of which my my favorite event is the Suds Brothers Brewery Wing and... Peep eating contest. When? I hope I hope you pick one category or the other.
0: Okay, so uh, the, the peeps, the little—that's got to be what they're talking, right? Okay, the little
1: marshmallows. Yeah, yeah, sugar yeah. covered with sugar. Yeah, right. <laughs> Decorated with sugar.
0: Oh my god. Fed to children and fat men like me. I remember eating one Christmas. I ate I know, all the heads off all. The even though they may look, look like a out. chicken, they do not taste like chicken no unless the chicken is heavily sugared they taste more like heavily sugared rattler gator <laughs> tastes like chicken
1: even if it is heavily sugared right yeah. hippo doesn't taste good either no
0: this is true really news send email to titr at netradio.network